Blog Talk Radio. Houston, 
And uh, so, I mean, I've, I've been doing this for a little while. You know, a lot like Eric, we were uh, we were actually just made uh, gold certified as we entered into our first WPC. So they actually switched my badge while I was there. Um, so it was a you know, so we've sort of grown with the Microsoft relationship, and, and I think I met almost everybody on this call at a at a WPC or something uh, related to it. So it's been certainly integral to the way we do business. And I know for the small business community, which most of us are in, it's a very tight uh, community as well. So I'm not surprised we run into each other all over the place. And Aaron Booker from Hardlines out of Bellingham, Washington, uh, is joining us uh, on the West Coast. And definitely good morning there because you're an hour back for me. Uh, Aaron, tell us a little about Hardlines and your experience at WPC. And actually, you guys are doing something pretty cool this year uh, at the Partner Conference. Thanks, Stuart. Yeah, um, well, my experience with WPC is actually I'm a relative newbie. I've only been to one WPC, um, which was last year. I have been actually to a bunch of um, the Apple um, uh, conferences in January, uh, so it's sort of a different take. Uh, it's not oriented towards partners anymore. It's more oriented towards consumers. But um, I have to say that I really like the Microsoft one because it really is geared at the partner community, so it's uh, – it's much more focused on our business. Um, the, this year, we're actually doing something kind of cool. We are going to uh, we're doing a thing called Varvid, and that is uh, varvid.com. We're going to do daily updates at uh, WPC several times a day with interviews with probably all of you, as well as uh, Microsoft executives and uh, vendors, etc. Should be fun. And so it's uh, www.varvid.com. And I was on there this morning, so I'm looking forward to checking in on it and linking my blog with the, that so the whole this whole social networking web 2.0 uh, viral thing is going to happen this week. It's going to be awesome. Um, so let's uh, let's just kind of start at the beginning. Uh, Aaron, since it's your second WPC, what what was your experience like last year? You, you had a, a special relationship because you were part of the HTG peer groups, uh, but what can you share with us going in as your first WPC last year? Well, it was definitely an overwhelming experience. Um, at, since most of us are small business specialists that are probably listening to this call, I definitely recommend that Yellow Lounge. That's a great way to find out about things that uh, are interesting, um, new vendors, uh, and, and meet new people. People really is one of the most important parts of WPC for me. I mean, it's great to meet some of the vendors in person and to have those high-level contacts. I don't think I can speak enough about the difference between WPC and a standard show. Um, because instead of meeting with lower-level people, you're actually meeting with the people that run the businesses of many of the uh, vendors that we all do business with. So you, you went to Denver last year, and, of course, you had that whole experience. with a, You knew a number of us going in. But, uh, Eric, when you went to your first one in Toronto, we obviously didn't link up there because I was there and you were there, and there was no such thing as a yellow lounge back then. What was your experience like in Toronto with, uh, you know, your first WPC? What, what was your make your, your big eye opener experience? You know, my first WPC experience was fun. I went alone. I didn't really know anyone in the Microsoft community. I didn't have friends who were going to be there or anything like that. So it was fun in that I could tell Microsoft spent a lot of money and it was really nice, but it was very lonely. And um, what I did when I – so that first experience to me, I wish I had gotten some advice from other partners before I had gone. So I'm glad we're having this conversation. I hope there are some people listening in who have never been before. Um, 
The second WPC was different. Can I talk about the second one? You asked me to talk about the first one. But. You can talk about whatever <laughs> you like, my friend. The second one was different in that I did a couple of things. One was I prepared. Um, so I took some time to select content and to build a schedule in advance. And WPC is <laughs> – it's an understatement to say it's like drinking from a fire hose. There's so much stuff and so much content and so many people and so many breakout sessions. There's no way you can see 10% of it when you're there, I think. So really picking, like not packing in my schedule, but picking maybe one or two things a day that I wanted to make sure I did was important. The other thing that really, I mean, changed my career kind of <laughs> was um, that I used – WPC Connect, I think at that time it was called Structured Networking or something, but I used WPC Connect, which is on the WPC website. Um, and using it, we, I searched for other partners that were like us. So I searched for partners that had the same number of people or who had the same competencies or who had the same keywords in their profile. And I took a risk and I invited them to a 15 or 30 minute long conversation. And Stuart, I remember you were one of those partners that I randomly picked and you accepted my invitation. And the WPC, that WPC Connect thing, there's a big area that has, I don't know, one or two hundred tables and they just assign you to a numbered table and you get it for that chunk of time that you reserved it for. And I prepared a couple of questions to ask just to get discussion going. Sometimes it was just me and one partner. Sometimes we'd have four or five or six partners at the table. But, you know, out of every ten partners I met that way, there was one that I liked. And so, and Stuart, you were one of them. <laughs> but, um, but, but I liked them because they were friendly and they were open and also because they were having the same kinds of struggles and challenges as I was. And so they became people that I could see in the hallway and wave and say hello to or have a little break and get to know. And that changed, really changed the experience for me. So WPC Connect is a tool that you can use to meet with other partners. And some of the advantages or the changes to this year, now you're not stuck in that room of all those 200 tables. You can actually use WPC Connect to book meetings, say, at the, at the Starbucks or at the, at the different lounges in mul multiple hotels around, around Houston or even uh, at the Yellow Lounge. So you can use WPC Connect for that. Dave, tell us about your, uh, your first experience in Boston there. Uh, did you have some of the same... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Same experiences, or did you go in there kind of more prepared? Well, you know, it, it, I was listening to Eric, and I was just sort of smiling, going, wow, that was like Boston for me. Um, you know, I, I, I actually sort of came from doing, you know, I, I've been doing conferences for a long time. Um, you know, I've, I've been doing tech ed, you know, since like, you know, I want to say 99 almost. Um, and a lot of my early conference experiences were exactly the way Eric describes. They were kind of lonely. You know, I went to a lot of sessions, I learned a lot of stuff, but I spent a lot of time by myself, and particularly like at educational technical conferences, that ends up being the way a lot of those are. Um, and actually, I'd been in tech ed uh, a couple, you know, three, three or four weeks before Boston's uh, WPC, because they were both in Boston. And so I'd actually met a few people for the first time that did small business consulting that year. And so I finally knew a few people going into Boston. And Boston became for me like the one where I said, okay, I'm going to do better at this, and I'm going to meet people. That's going to be my goal, is I'm just going to meet as many people as I possibly can to, to not be bored at the hotel anymore. 
<laughs> that was really kind of my goal. And I will admit I had a really great time in Boston that year. That was a really awful lot of fun. Um, and that sort of started my mentality of, you know, I need to go to these things to meet people. That's my goal, is to meet as many people as possible. Um, I will admit, you know, and, and so last year, you know, going, going to Denver, I actually was pretty, pretty well organized and saying I needed to get out and, and make sure that I, you know, had contacted a bunch of people and, and was very structured about my organization. I'm actually less organized this year than I normally am, um, partly because I, I, I do know a lot of people. Um, and so I, I can kind of know going into it that, you know, that the group of guys on the phone, I already know when I'm going to see you guys initially and can start the conversations immediately running there. And I've sort of said to myself, I want to make my goal this year also is to be really available and meet people that I don't necessarily know as well. Um, and then additionally, I, I have a second set of, of goals this year that I've set, which are the, the ability to work with certain Microsoft people who I have developed relationships with because one of, besides running our, our business, I'm actually starting to develop a lot of material for the small business consultant around virtualization. And so in order to do that, I needed to have some, some discussions with certain Microsoft people that, I've, that I have pre-scheduled, that I've actually talked to, to who I need to talk to and made sure that I'm connecting with them. So, I mean, are you going to leverage a tool like WPC Connect, Dave, or are you going to kind of take my approach, and this is how I do things. I don't, I'm not using the tool this year. Because, uh, again, I have a kind of a good relationship with a lot of folks that, and just hang, and that's what I've done for you for the last couple of years. Is the hallway conversations are priceless, and I very rarely attend any of the seminars except for maybe some of the ones that I'm speaking at or or my fellow HCG members are speaking at kind of support them. Or there's some I have to see, because you can go to any conference and get a lot of the same content. But the keynotes are very important. I mean, I highly recommend you never, don't miss the keynotes at all. But you know, Dave, from your what do you what's your strategy? Are you gonna continue with like with the hallway conversations or are you gonna use a tool like WPC Connect to search out those executives? You know, I, I will admit I haven't I'm not I'm not heavily I am using WPC Connect in particular that I have listed my profile and I've made sure I'm available and I, I always say yes to any meeting I'm asked to attend. Um, somebody told me years ago, you know, anytime you're asked to a meeting, I mean, unless you have some reason that you can't actually attend it because you're doing something else, you should go. So I take that approach. So I have four or five meetings that have been scheduled through WPC Connect because people found me based on my profile and want to get together, and so I always say yes. But I have taken a bit of the approach of, you know, there are other people that, that I've reached out to essentially via email and, and other mechanisms to say, hey, I want to meet you. When can we get together? Um, and I actually also was, was a little pleased to note some other people also got in touch with me and said, you know, just an email, hey, I only see you once or twice a year. Let's make sure one of them is, is this year in Houston. So I think I'm taking a bit of your approach on this, Stuart, where I'm just going to make myself very available. Um, I also will, will sort of chime in with you and say, you know, this is, for me, WPC and all of these conferences is like the epitome of my work hard, play hard philosophy. Um, you're right. You can't miss the keynotes, and you can't miss, you know, sort of those, some of those key moments. But I want to be available and talking to people as late and as much as possible. So I sort of laugh and go, I don't seem to sleep much when I do these things. Um, I get in a lot of trouble when I get home because I just sort of become a, a, a bear and go to go to hibernate for two days. Um, because I, I won't sleep much. I'll be up in the morning early for things, and I'll be out late still talking to people. So it's, it takes a lot of work to, to, to pull this all off. 
Exactly. Well, I'm kind of the same way. I think last year, I think I averaged five hours a day of sleep. So, And then I had Dave uh, from Orange County there with me, bunking up with me, so that was a, a pleasurable experience. Uh, Aaron, what's uh, what's your plan uh, going into Houston next week? It's really funny because here we are trying to help people, particularly at their first WPC, and all of us are sort of slowly evolving, I think, into the same trend, which is it's about the people. And so for me, definitely last year was about the people. This year will be about the people for me. Um, I think that as a new person, though, um, I would really recommend to everybody to, to focus on getting down to that yellow lounge. That was fantastic for me last year. I met some great people, made some wonderful connections with some Microsoft folks there. And, you know, I wouldn't have met um, the person, for example, who at that time was running the office accounting team. And he was down there giving, like, little demonstrations to partners. It was, it was kind of amazing. And then I ended up talking to him, and we did a little marketing campaign aimed at accounting professionals in our area about the MPAN because, of course, they can get the software for 300 bucks a year, get the action pack. And so that ended up being kind of a neat connection. So those kinds of things uh, really happen when you make yourself available for the people. So I completely agree with Dave about getting out there and meet the people. And um, I think that that Yellow Lounge is a fantastic opportunity for new folks. But make a plan. If it's your first WPC and you don't have friends there, make a plan and execute on your plan because that's what's going to make the difference for you. And I know and Aaron, and I, I would. Talk, oh, sorry, Eric. So I know Arlen and I had talked about this uh, with a call with the North, uh, the Northern California uh, PCM, uh, about a few months ago on this one. And that was exact. That was my famous uh, fire engine uh, call when I was trying to talk, and the fire engine was going back in the background. <laughs> but that was the thing: is you have to be prepared. Eric, you're going to jump in with something there. Yeah. Sorry about interrupting. Um, I was just going to add. I think, you know, in addition to feeling lonely. At <laughs> the first WPC I went to, and people who know me think this is ridiculous, and I'm generally a pretty outgoing guy and stuff. I was really intimidated. Um, it seemed like everyone else had a lot of friends and was really connected, so it seemed like it would be really hard to kind of break through that and make some relationships. And so I really believe that if it's your first WPC, taking the risk of you know, showing up as Aaron said at the at the yellow lounge. Um, I have no idea where it'll be, but it'll be yellow and it'll be on the map. <laughs> Just showing up and sitting down and saying hi to someone and talking is really important. And I think using WPC Connect is a great tool. Um, so, for those of you who are like me, <laughs> who might feel lonely and intimidated. It's just a whole bunch of other geeks like the rest of us. <laughs> we really love to visit and get to know each other. So take well, the risk key. of asking for a conversation. That's key, Eric, because I think Toronto, for you and I, being our first one, we didn't have a yellow lounge, and there was no small business specialist community back at that time. We were basically going there as a, I think I was a certified partner going in there uh, with a bunch of other certified partners that just happened to be SI bars, and there wasn't no, there wasn't this community like we have today. So. For those of us that are coming to our first WPC, and like Aaron last year, uh, I think and even in uh, Boston for Dave, we had the Yellow Lounge at the time because I think the SBSD program was launched in Minneapolis. So we had all these great community centers to go to. And talking about community, uh, and maybe not as big as a thing for our partners in the U.S., but definitely for us in Canada and other countries, source out your regional lounges as well. There's going to be uh, an area there that's just, all packed with 
all the different countries and different areas. So Canada has their own Canadian lounge, and I think we're going to have something cowboy-ish there for uh, for our – last year we had a calf roping machine and stuff like that. I know we're bringing Tim Hortons coffee and stuff down. I think that's the plan. And then there's also the regional parties. Like, for example, Canada is going out, and we're having Burton coming from the Guess Who play, and that's on the Tuesday night. So these are th- other things outside of the main conference activities where you can definitely get out and uh, meet other people in a more social uh, setting. And I'm going to ask Dave the importance of getting out in a social thing because of all the four of us, I think Dave's the social butterfly of the four of us. So, Dave, what's your <laughs> view on the social aspect of WPC? Well, I, you know, I, I, I kind of have to laugh and go because people that do know me know that, you know, that, uh, you know, while I'm working hard during the day, on the back of my mind is always that beer at the end of the day where, you know, is, is it going to be at 4.30 or 6 today that I'm going to have my first beer? Um, partly because, I, I mean, I know the way I am, and I know I, I sort of I instantly loosen up and become very comfortable talking with people about almost anything they want to talk about when, you know, well, I'm out you know, a potential beer in my hand, and, and and we're not. I'm not feeling that pressure of of we have to be working. I am still working, but I'm I've switched my mode. So for me, I mean, I I sort of say, you know, if if you think, you know, from for I said, you'd already know one person who's going to try and be in as many of those parties as possible. So if you don't know anybody, come find me, and I'll introduce you to somebody else as well as you can meet me. I may not be all that great, but I can at least point you where the bar is. And that'll get you started and introduce you with, with one or two other people, and you can start meeting people around in the social events. That's where you find out with people. And I'm going to – some people have always sort of harped on this, and I think it's, it's, it's something, you know, when you talk about meeting Microsoft people, my biggest advice to you is, is don't jump on them and ask what they can do for you or complain about some Microsoft problem, particularly at a social event. You, you're there to meet people. You're there to engage them positively. Neither I of those agree more. Yeah, neither of those things is a good thing. In fact, if you really want to want to enjoy it a little bit more, ask them about their family. Ask them where they're from. Ask them what they like to do with their their time. We're all people too. We're not just people that that work. This isn't your one shot forever to to never talk to this person again. In fact, if you take a little bit of time to get to know them as people, they'll be a, they will much more engage with you ongoing when you actually do have a need. And so I, that's sort of my big thing. Is one of the reasons why I do like doing the social thing is because it gives me that opportunity to build a, a shared experience. You know, we have a conversation around something, find out what they're interested in that isn't related to work so that they, they be, we become real people to one another. And, Dave, maybe uh, a question around uh, that kind of thing is, you know, I know Arlen, Arlen talks about in the HCG groups all the time. These, these people are all, are all just regular folks. They, they have, uh, some of them have high credit card bills and they have mortgages to pay and you know, they have a sick daughter at home, and they're, but they're out at WBC, and the last thing they want to do is get bombarded with problems in the partner community. But how important is it to you, Dave, or maybe Eric? Actually, let me ask Eric this, because I know Eric has the same view of this as I do. Eric, how important is it to you to reach out and get to know your TPAM at a whole new level? Well, I think it's really important. Unfortunately, my TPAM won't be at WPC. And, um, oh, mine will, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, the U.S. TPAMs aren't going to be there. 
Um, but I think it's really important. So what I am doing is I scheduled a meeting with my PCM, uh, Partner Community Manager, uh, and going to talk to him about our business plan for the year because our fiscal year is the same as Microsoft's. Um, going to spend some time with the local PAM, even though we're not PAM managed. Um, I try and meet with our PAM as often as I can to make sure that I have that that he knows about us. You know, part of what I need is for our, the people in our local field office to be aware of our company and what we do that's different from others. And so even if I don't have a specific ask for them, which must be a relief, I suppose, sometimes for those guys, um, it's nice just to sit down and talk and find out what they need and um, and just to have fun. Um, so those are a couple of people that I'm going to meet with um, when I'm in Houston, and I'm looking forward to those meetings. Yeah, I'm going to add on to Eric's point a little bit. I'm yeah, actually scheduling meetings with my, my local engagement team. Uh, my TPAM is also not going to be there, um, but it, you know, and, and I actually have a, a reasonably good relationship with my PCM, but I've never really met the person who's in charge of the local engagement team, the, the LET or LET. These are the people that put on local events with Microsoft partners, and so they actually, there's one for each region, so everybody who's, who's a Microsoft partner, there's somebody that represents your region. So if you're thinking about doing marketing, the LET team is the, gr- is the group that you want to talk to. And so, I mean, in my case, I've actually made sure that I'm, I'm having, you know, dinner with, with my, my LET rep because I wanted to make sure that we got some time to, to meet one another besides just talk on the phone. And that's that's a great uh, great point you make there, David. It's getting to know even those engagement teams, so you can those are, if you need marketing resources, those are the guys to go to. I'm going to kind of change it up a little bit here because WPC this year is a little different than it has been in the last few years. The pre-day activities have been now rolled up into the the actual conference. We have the pre-day for for us, and it means small business partners. The uh, I think they're calling the small and mid-sized partner. Uh, Day one is all about small mid-sized partners. The Dynamics teams have their own. Their CPLS teams or partners have their own. Aaron, you mentioned the Yellow Lounge and, the, and kind of going around that whole small business specialist community. If if you are a small business partner coming to your first WPC or maybe your second, and you're now you're getting over that loneliness that Eric talked about and getting ready to go in and, and meet new folks, how important is it to really get out to that first day and be engaged on let's say the small and mid-sized partner uh, symposium or whatever they're calling it this year. Aaron, you still with us? I apologize. I had muted myself because I uh, oh. my phone was ringing. Um, the, uh, uh, I think it's critical to go to that first day. I completely agree. The, it, it, there's also some great opportunities to pay for the trip. Uh, for example, last year, um, Response Point was being announced, which I happen to be speaking on, my Syspine Response Point phone. But um, they gave away free Response Point systems to the first, I think it was 100 or 200 responders to their original Response Point announcement. And so a number of us happened to be in the room. Um, and I sort of dragged some folks along from my peer group, and we all got Response Point systems for free. Well, that's a $1,000 or more value that we got. We got to be early in the technology, and that can really help pay for a trip, those sorts of things. So I definitely encourage folks to, to attend and participate. Uh, you might be surprised what happens. And it's, it's chock full of great content as well. Uh, oh, Eric, yeah. what is your opinion on the first day there? On the first day? The small and mid-sized partner. I think, it's, 
Yeah, I think the first day is the very best opportunity to do the networking stuff that I talked about. So if it's your first WPC, then going to that event is a great way to find kind of birds of a feather, you know, people who are very similar uh, in what they do in their jobs to what you probably do. So, so I would say that, first of all, I think the content looks really good for us small and mid-sized business uh, partners. Um, so I would definitely go to the breakout sessions and pay attention, but I would get to know people every moment that I could. Just shake hands to someone who's sitting next to you as you walk into a breakout session, ask them about their business and trade business cards and remember their names so you can say hi later because one out of ten of them is going to be you know, someone that you might become friends with one day. And that's important, Eric, is also to bring business cards. I don't know how many people I meet at a conference oh, yeah. that don't have business cards. Oh, I have, have piles. Bring, I'm bringing a whole box. <laughs> it's the, mo- the worst sinking feeling to realize you just got to WPC and you forgot to put business cards in your bag, and then you have to wait till Monday to have your office FedEx them to you, and by then half of your chances to trade that are over. And uh, be open to accepting cards from people, too, and always ask for a business card. That's one of the things I always I learned. I come back from WPC and I have a stack of business cards I got to enter into my Outlook, and it's a painful. I look at it as a painful process, and I type all my business cards in manually so I can remember who the person was. I don't use a card scanner, but I may just think about it as, uh, as something to do in the short term to handle all the business cards. I mean, I came back from think, Toronto with a whole whack of content or contacts from from WPC, and it was just because I got out meeting people. I didn't know anybody, so I had to meet people, and and that was the whole thing. I kind of like my first experience at Toronto. I was kind of like a fish out of water. I, all this great stuff, and I didn't really know where to turn, and uh, I missed half the keynotes. But I managed to uh, to get in to hear Steve Ballmer talk at uh, w, at WPC in Toronto, and that if, if, if that's a keynote you must be at because I think uh, Steve Ballmer brings lots of insight to Microsoft's direction uh, from an overall company uh, point of view and approach uh, going into the new fiscal year. And Eric mentioned that. It is the beginning of Microsoft's fiscal year, FY09. Uh, Eric's company's on that. I know I, with the IMCP, we're on our start of our fiscal year as well. So lots of companies are kind of that are tight with Microsoft are aligning themselves that way. So why not uh, head out and meet, uh, you know, go to the Steve Ballmer uh, presentation? I'm not sure what day it was. Last year, usually it's on the last day, but last year they turned it up to the made it up the first day. I haven't checked and see when it is this year. Does any do any of you guys know? I believe it's Tuesday. So the first, yeah, I think first. I think it's Tuesday. So op- opening up the, the conference, or uh, well, I, I can tell you, have have either of you guys um, checked out di- digital WPC? Um, they're actually going to be um, webcasting the keynote this year, and then also have it have it on demand as well as some of the breakout sessions on demand. Uh, you might take a look. Uh, I actually blogged about it at varvid.com today. So take a look at digital uh, WPC. I think that's something to, to check out, especially for folks that can't attend this year that might be considering it for next year. And that's a great point, Aaron, to talk about because you know, it is a big uh, commitment of time and, and financial for a lot of partners. So if you're not going to be at WPC this year but you're wishing you were going to be there, uh, go to Aaron's blog at varvid.com and you can actually find the link to the digital WPC uh, and uh, and and get on board with that, at least to watch the uh, the keynotes and some of the breakouts. So I'm going to kind of put some of you guys on the hot seat here. Eric, you know, you've been the number. What do you think of uh, the CEO's address to the partners? I know from one tip, get there early because uh, if you want to get oh, yeah. you've got to be there early. 
That's true. And Steve Ballmer, if nothing else, is really fun to listen to. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's not low energy. <laughs> I think the I think the um the thing that I do when I listen to that, some I think some people really walk into that to those keynotes with their arms crossed and their minds made up. You know, they've heard some things about software plus services strategy or whatever it's going to be and made a decision that this is going to be bad for them and Microsoft is really doing a bad thing. And then there are others who go in with their with their arms uncrossed and their minds open. And when I go to those kinds of, you know, to those keynotes at WPC with an open mind and I really listen for that that portion of the the address that applies to me and my business, it helps me set direction, and you know, usually, usually every year, Steve Ballmer will will make some message. I always listen for it now about if you're doing this next year, you're going to be out of business sometime soon. <laughs> you know, he talks, and I mean, he's obviously a guy with a lot of resources and who's really smart and who gets to set a lot of direction in our industry. And so when he tells us about a change that's coming. I think it's important to take it seriously and consider it. And so, you know, I'm really looking for those nuggets. Some of it just does not apply to my business at all. And so there are parts of it where my mind wanders. But most of it is really good stuff that I appreciate. Well, I, I also I, think the Q&A is awesome. Let, let me, let me let, pile on a little bit, too, here. Is, is, you know, people, a lot of partners, do you're right, exactly right. I, I love the analogy. They walk in with their arms crossed. You can choose to do that. But I believe they, that Microsoft will not be changing their strategy based on you and your arms. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, so you, you you either can go in there and choose to be informed and make business decisions related to that, or you can sit in the corner and pout. I choose to make business decisions around. I'm right, right there with you, Eric. I'm, I'm there listening because. This is, a, this is a person who's about to tell me the decisions he's going to make and the direction he's going to set for the industry. He's going to lay it all out for me. I can try and swim upstream against it, or I can decide what parts of my business need to be aligned with it. I know which one makes more sense to me. Well, it's easier to swim with the current than trying to swim upstream. Well, exactly. So, I mean, I always, uh, I, know, I know Eric, Aaron and I will be blogging extensively during the keynote. We'll probably have three or four postings up by the time Steve Ballmer's uh, keynote is done. Uh, I'll be there with my laptop plugged into my blog and, and making sure that my uh, blog at weareitpros.ca for the Canadian partners is up to date with all the cool stuff that's happening. Uh, but, you know, that's one thing we maybe need to uh, address here, this whole social networking and web. Now that blogging has taken off and we got, you know, Aaron's stuff with the video going on and digital WPC, how important is it to, you know, getting the information out there to make those informed business decisions, Dave, that you mentioned about, and and sw- and, and swim with the current? Maybe I'll ask Aaron first because I know he's a blogger and and come to you, Dave, because I know you'd blog as well, and I don't think Eric's quite there yet. We'll get, we'll get him. To I blog internally to my staff, but it's all secret. There you go. <laughs> so, Aaron, how important is it for for you as a, you know, business owner? And also, somebody wants to inform people through your blog about, uh, you know, getting there and paying attention and finding out what the strategy looks like. Oh, it's critical. But I, even though I say that, and people feel, I think, and I think they're absolutely wrong, 
well, I don't need to attend. I've got Stuart and Dave and Aaron and others that I can look to or SBS Diva, whatever, um, to look to to get this information. But you just can't. You can't get that information without seeing what C. Balmer says, without hear, talking to people and seeing the trends, feeling the energy in the room. There's a totally different experience about going versus reading. And reading is, is passive and the, the, the people are what matter. I think Dave really nailed it when he talked about make it your goal to go and meet people. And um, that should, really should be all of our goals. And, and I'm going to try to talk about and, and introduce people via video, uh, the people that matter and the people that make the difference. But you, you can't get that without going. Uh, on the other hand, I will definitely – I'm excited to talk about some of the new technologies that are coming up, some of the trends that we see, uh, software is a software – the software um, uh, and Plus web services thing. It'll be cool. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's the key. They, you, there is a certain electricity in the room there uh, that you have to be there. And I, I would never miss WPC unless, you know, some life-threatening thing would happen. I would always make an intent to be there uh, every year. And it's always the same time. It's always, for me, it's easy. It's always the same week as Cal- the Calgary Stampede. So I know when that's going to be. It's always the second full or the first full week of the month. I do believe. I think that's how they do it uh, every year in July. So you know what? Well, you, you have no you have no excuse for not knowing about when it's coming. Dave, what are you going to say there? Well, I was going to I was going to say that. I mean, you can you know if you're if you're well connected and you spend a lot of time reading stuff online, you can I mean you can see the you can see Balmer's speech online. You can you can listen to it just as much, almost like you were sitting there. What you don't get is that ability, the moment you walk out, to turn to the guy next to you, who's you know a colleague and doing and share ideas, and say, what do you think? How can let's brainstorm on what this means for us? Talk to specific people there moments after and say, you know, how does this affect you? Know, how Microsoft's on this particular team? How are you going to implement that? You can really interact with the information a lot better than just you know just sort of seeing it on the web and then sitting in your office and pondering it. So I mean I think I mean there's a certain statement that you yeah you can get the same words out of Balmer's mouth by watching it online, but what you're not getting is that second bit after it, and that's again why I focus on being being social and talking to people. I want to have those people to have those conversations with. That, and that's right. I mean, it all can, you know what? It all comes back to the people. That's the key thing is when you go to these conferences, be prepared, do your homework, and get you know pick those two or three keynotes and breakouts that you want to go to. But really, reach out and, and connect with people and hang out in the yellow lounge. Hang out in your breakout or your regional breakout rooms. Um, attend the IMCP functions that are uh, that are happening. And there's a lot a lot of IMCP stuff going on as well, which is a, the International Association of Microsoft Certified Partners. And they are the independent grassroots group for Microsoft partners that want to get more of a, you know, non-directly connected Microsoft feel for for things. So they're going to have lots of stuff going on. There's just a bunch of stuff going on at WPC. And I just maybe I'm going to take this opportunity. If there's anybody out there who's listening that wants to call and ask a question in the last 20 minutes, the phone number to dial in is area code six four six seven one six. Eight three seven two, so that number is six four six seven one six eight three seven two, to help you get ready for uh, you know you have a question about getting ready for WPC. Uh, Eric, I want to ask you this question: How important is it for you to reach out and link up with 
partners outside of you know what your core area is, maybe into the dynamics or the ISV partners, and build relationship with with partners outside of your core area. Actually, I'm using this WPC uh, as an opportunity to do some of that. Specifically, I'm using WPC Connect website to get to know some Microsoft partners that are local that we can refer clients to. So we don't do CRM, for example, or we don't do RMS, and we don't do Dynamics. So having relationships, we have some relationships there, but I think that we can do better. And I think having some relationships there can really benefit and add value to our relationships with clients. It can also be co-marketing relationships where, you know, we can refer leads back and forth, that kind of thing too. So that's a that's an area where I really decided to focus was making sure I find at least one good partner to add to our to kind of our our menu of local partners to refer business back and forth with. So yeah, I think it's I think it's very helpful, but I've chosen to do it with people who are local that I'm going to find at WPC, but who operate out of the same city. And that, I mean, that's, that's the key because I know the dynamics and the ISC partners, maybe most of them don't want to do infrastructure support. So there's a great opportunity there for sharing back and forth opportunities. And I I did that from my first WPC is got to know some dynamics and, and ISC partners or used to be MBS partners back in those days. But I still do that today is, and, uh, and get... Uh, but I do a little different. I get my Microsoft people, that my TPAM and uh, those folks, to introduce me to people that that I should know. And uh, you know, you can uh, you know, one side of getting in out networking and meeting people, you can actually get overwhelmed with the amount of people you meet too. So I mean, one practice I can also share with folks out there that are listening is have a pen and write down at the back on the back of the business card who you meet, what you talked about. So when you get back to your office, you can actually. Uh, trigger your memory to, you know, you know what you t- what you talked about. Uh, Aaron, what, one uh, the, what, 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 what? Sorry, Eric, you're going to join something. Sorry, something? I was just going to say one of the things that when we were talking about business cards before, that I've been trying to do at conferences lately is each night uh, when I go back to my hotel room, I send a thank you email to the people I met Be- because I want them to remember who I am and I want to remember who they are and I want to initiate conversation. Otherwise. To me, it sort of feels like a waste to collect a whole bunch of business cards and shake hands if there's no reason for me to, if there's no not going to be any follow-up. So I just send a quick note, hey, great to meet you today. I look forward to chatting with you about this. Do you want to set up a time to talk, or should we just let go kind of thing? It's funny. I do, I, do that, I do that on the plane home. I always wait till the end um, because I, I know that I may bump into them again during the conference, and so I just sort of I do it at the end. Um, but, but I do the exact same thing. Cool. Yeah, that's one and of the things actually, I've always done too, but I never and and I you know what I I kind of fallen off that bandwagon there as well uh, lately. Um, Aaron, you're gonna and, and actually, can I just uh, chime in on this topic? The uh, thing that I've been doing um, lately and that I think is really helping me uh, be effective is I've actually put my picture in my V card and I email my V card as an attachment with that that note, mm. and so now they've got kind of a picture of me, so it makes it easier for them to remember who I am. But I do it on the plane too. I have to admit. So all Good kinds idea. of great uh, strategies there to, uh, you know, take that relationship uh, to the next level, and really start to, uh, you know, build that, build those relationships. Cause that's what's that's what's important. So maybe uh, guys, I don't know where you guys are staying. I'm staying. I'm pretty fortunate to be staying across the uh, the street from the conference center again, um, at the Hilton Americas. Uh, I don't want to go outside, so that's why you know it's got a bridge connecting the hotel to the conference <laughs> center. But I mean. 
what kind of advice can you give people? Because I know Boston was a horrible experience with that, you know, that unfortunate accident in the, tu- in the tunnel that kind of screwed up traffic. But for those people that are buffing it and, you know, traveling distances, what advice can you give them for, uh, you know, preparation for that whole commute? You Dave, mean just the shuttle bus? From the- or Dave or Eric, which one do you want to ch- chime in on that one? Well, I, I, I take your strategy, Stuart. I always book very early, and that way I can uh, – uh, I'm at the, in at the ballpark this year, which is apparently a half a block down. Um, I couldn't pass on a ballpark-related hotel. Um, but, I mean, I, I sort of tell everybody, I mean, plan. The way I approach the, the commute is, is, I mean, I plan like it's a D.C. commute. It's going to take me 45 minutes to get anywhere that I need to go. Um, so I travel as light as I can during the day. Um, I leave my laptop at home now. I mean, I, I carry, you know, I have a... I have an iPhone, so I'm well connected. Um, I, don't, I don't carry a laptop during the conference anymore. I leave it in my hotel. I carry you know as little a, a little tiny messenger bag that I can keep, um, you know, a notebook in and some pens and my spare cards for the ones that might run out from my wallet or from my side pocket or from my front pocket. You know, I keep cards everywhere, and so I travel light and I commit to being at the conference center. As long as it's going to be. I mean, as, as late as I need to stay, if, if that means I'm moving on to, the, uh, to social activities right from there, that's my plan. Um, so I, I kind of view it that way, and I advise everybody, you know, plan that that morning is going to take a little while to get there. Because the worst thing that happens is you're early, and that's not bad. <laughs> so, no, and early is good. Early is very good. Aaron, you stayed quite a uh, distance away last year. What was your uh, experience like? Actually, it went really well for us last year, but uh, Denver was a super easy city to get around in, and uh, it was sort of an accident. Uh, I bunked up with Pat Dolan from TCC, who I need to plug, by the way, because TCC is partnering with me on this Varvid uh, video blogging effort. Um, but uh, anyway, we didn't have any problem. We just got up early, and we had actually rented a car, um, and we drove down, and we parked at the excellent parking right across the street. So it actually worked out pretty well for me last year. And, you know, and one of the key things is getting there early is you want to yes. be there sitting in the break and the keynote early. And from what I understand, Eric, uh, talking to some of the folks at Microsoft Canada here, it's going to be some of the similar layout we had in Toronto. The keynotes are actually going to be in a different building than what the convention is. So, mm-hmm. again, you have to get there early to uh, to really get the best seat at at the uh, at the keynote, and guys, I'm just trying to go through my uh, my things here about you know what what haven't we discussed about WPC? Anybody think of anything? Well, the the food and the parties, and oh, yeah. you know what, and, and vendors. We haven't talked a little bit about vendors. So let's talk about in the last uh, last 13 minutes here, the food, the parties, <laughs> and vendors. So let's start let's start with the most important thing, the vendors. What? To me, again, we, we're, we partner with a lot of companies, so this is not an opportunity to go and uh, you know, give them a bit of a slap across the face for everything they've done wrong. It's really there to figure out how you're going to partner with these folks to take your business to the next level. So I know, I know the folks from ConnectWise and Zenith and all these companies will be there. Dave, since you brought up the vendors, what would you like to uh, share with us? Well, I mean, I, I sort of wanted to you know, remind everybody that, that you know, this is one of the great things about WPC is it's not just the opportunity to meet with Microsoft folks, and it's not also the opportunity to meet with other people that do what you do. But there are going to be a bunch of vendors there. This is, for them, this is a big event, too. They've got to meet with Microsoft. They've got to understand what's going on. So this is your opportunity to engage them. 
Same rules that I say about Microsoft. Don't walk up to a vendor and start criticizing them about how, what they do badly. <laughs> it's not going to get you anywhere. But at the same you – know, remember that, that you, know, you may do business with these people down the road. You don't know if you're going to do business with them. I approach every single vendor as one that I might do business with, even if I currently use a competing product, because there, you don't know what's going to happen a year from now or two years from now. You know, I mean, that's, that's the best way to approach this. And don't dismiss a vendor that you look at and go, I'll never work with them. Because you don't know what they're working on, you don't know what they want to do, and you don't know where their direction is going to go. I, I was at an event recently where, I mean, I was in one of those boardroom-style events where, they, you know, you've got 12 or 15 uh, solution providers in a room and the vendors come in and, and talk to us. And one... I, I, I tell you, it was pitching to me, and I, my eyes glazed over, and I said, there's no way I'm ever going to use this product. Until a week later when the sales guy called and said, we wanted you to see the presentation because we want to right-size the, the solution to move into to work with you and partners just like you. And all of a sudden it was like, wow, okay, I was wrong. I thought they were sized for much bigger companies, but they want to resize to work with me. I would have never known that. So you've got to approach these vendors, I mean, as if every one of them you might do business with. Well, it's that whole arms crossed or arms open uh, philosophy, right? Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, that's important. And there's going to be a huge vendor fair there. And if it's anything like the years in the past, you can get lost in that just, you know, walking around there and and and, uh, and, and seeing everything that has to see. One of the things, guys, too, the Microsoft uh, Store is there, too, so you can get all your Microsoft clothing at WPC for the next year. <laughs> well, <laughs> As if I'm allowed to have any more Microsoft clothing. Yeah, I was going to say, if I bring home one more Microsoft logo polo shirt, I think I'll get kicked out of the house. <laughs> but, yeah. Not you know, to mention that you get a lot of free clothing. Well, that's oh, the, speaking. Maybe Aaron could talk about the vendor shirt acquisition program. Strategy, strategy. Oh, it's the strategy. vendor. You've got to have an ass in there. Yep, the vendor shirt acquisition strategy, VSAFs, <laughs> worked very well for us last year because they gave away uh, black polos with the Small Business Specialist logo on the sleeve. And I'm and wearing one of those shows right now, by the chance. Uh, actually, I have uh, several of them in my in my closet because at the end of the show, they were desperate to not carry those boxes back. They were going to probably put them in dumpsters. So um, I scored about a dozen of them and brought them back and spent five bucks a shirt on getting a embroidered Hardlines logoed above my uh, left yeah, that's one, of, that's one there, of my favorite shirts, actually, because it's very comfortable. <laughs> it is. Stuart introduced nice me. Stuart gave me the best tip of all of everything I learned at WPC last year, which is that the convention center has a shipping department. <laughs> so when you collect all this stuff and you think, how in God's name am I going to possibly, you know, go through security at the airport with this? And we went to the shipping department at the convention center. They provided boxes. We just dumped all our crap in these boxes and shipped it, you know, like FedEx ground for next to nothing. And we didn't have to carry it back, and we didn't have to thin it out before we came home. So I was able to have three huge cartons sitting on our conference room table for my staff to just pick through like vultures <laughs> when I got back. And, and they were right, delighted. You're going to get a tremendous amount of swag while you're there. So, I mean, I remember coming back from Minneapolis with one suitcase full of swag. Now, you can't do that today, given the security rules, and they're just going to charge you extra 25 bucks, depending on airline, anyways, for that swag. So, you know, ship it back, FedEx, 
we came, we shipped like 50 shirts back, these black shirts. Yep. We got the It Matters logo on the one sleeve and the Small Business Festival logo on the other. It was wonderful. So, I mean, check out the vendors. You know, if you want to collect their stuff, go for it. I'm a little bit more picky. Actually, you know, the whole green approach on IT, I don't even take anything paper anymore. Maybe a business card is about it. And then, you know, I can check out everything else online or, or ping them later and, uh, and find the information. Eric, you talked about the food and the parties. And, well, and, we, so, and, you know, also we can't forget about the EB Fraley band. Hopefully they're there this year. Oh, they'll, I'm certain they'll be <laughs> they're there. They're always there. <laughs> I, went on that, I don't think we, I don't think we can do justice to the E.B. Fraley band, other than to say that they just become kind of a, a sense memory for you. And when you walk into a keynote, if the E.B. Fraley band isn't playing, it's like the absence of that is like a needle across the record. It's so jarring, you don't even know. I mean, you could be at a, at a Novell event from 1992. It's so disorienting. I, I mean, the I food, even went on and bought their CDs, so there you go. <laughs> I, would, I would say on the food thing, pace yourself. And um, if you're responsible, unlike me, you know, bring some workout clothes and expect to work out at least four times a day. <laughs> um, food is good. Um, at the parties, the food can be great. You've got to go to the parties. That's where some of the best food is. There's also, thank goodness, water everywhere, and since it'll be, what, 170 degrees in 99% humidity, um, you'll need to drink a lot of water so that you don't die. Yeah, for me, hydrated is a key, uh, key thing, and if you're going to golf like I am, make sure you get out very early in the morning. Talking about golf, I think there's a few spots left for the IMCP golf tournament on Sunday morning at uh, Wildcats in, in Houston, so if you want to register for that, you can go to the imcp.org website to register for that, so that's a cool way to get out and network another way to get out networking and i know hcg's got some events going on too so check out uh, peerpower.blogspot.com for some updates on what's happening to the hcg community dave you guys are having an hcg uh uk meeting at wpc correct well we're actually it's uh we're, we're having the the hcg uk folks are coming to the events on sunday um, and then we're uh, we're actually so if, if there are people from the UK looking to to get involved with peer grouping, um, our first official meeting is going to be in October actually. So uh, I will be looking to to talk to new people, particularly from the UK. And I have brand spanking new business cards this year, which have my UK phone number on it as well. So um, I'll be looking looking forward to meeting with uh, more folks from the UK. So I think we we touched on everything from the food, the parties, the, the keynotes, WPC Connect, the EB Freely Band. The networking, the yellow lounge, the regional breakouts, the regional parties. How can we not have a WPC conversation without preparing for the last night party? Eric, <laughs> what can you do? Or maybe Aaron, what did did you guys go last year? Huey Lewis no. in the news. Actually, I need to uh, post some video because I have a great video of Dave Siebert rocking out to Huey last year. That was earlier. The, the, the last year, the final party was the uh, the U2 tribute band. You know, actually, you're right. I missed it. I, I flew out that night. Oh, I that ro- I, I have to laugh because my wife had flown in for for that, and uh, the, I, it was one of the, my moments where I just remember they, the band had finished, and they, you know, Coors Field had been closed off, and they shot a private fireworks show off. Um, I turned to my wife and I said, "See, it's not all bad." <laughs> and it was quite a quite a quite a fun time. That um, I mean. The parties get bigger almost each night until you get to the final one. Every I mean, time I go I to WPC, 
Sorry, Eric, I missed the last day because I had to go to Toronto for tech data thing, so I, I missed the whole last day. But, Eric, sorry to cut you off there. I was just going to, along the lines of having your wife fly down, Dave, I was going to say that my, every time I go to one of these things, my partner, as I'm going out the door to the airport, says, have fun at your Star Trek convention, but has no idea that there's really cool, fun stuff that happens there, aside from the Star Trek element of our careers. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so there you go, guys. We know we're almost out of time. Uh, but, you know, go to, if you're... I don't know if you, I don't even know if you can register anymore. I think it's sold out. But if you're going to be there, um, you know, go to the w, WC Partner website to partner.microsoft.com, and if you can find the links through there, uh, get prepared, which is the key uh, thing here that we're all been talking about. Be prepared for WPC because it, it is, it can be overwhelming. And like Eric and I mentioned, you can, you're definitely a, a small fish in a big ocean on, the, on your first one if you're not prepared. And you know, definitely source out Dave, Eric. Aaron and myself, uh, I'll be speaking on day one at the small and mid-sized partner conference at like 1045 in one of the rooms there. Uh, I think a number of us have got different different things going on. Uh, are, are any of you guys speaking at WPC? I'm doing some. Just you, Stuart. Sorry? I am now, right. too. You are now, oh, you too? are. Oh. I'm in some weird – I hope I hope Anal-Bot is hearing this. I'm in some weird – Essential Business Server Iron Chef presentation with Arlen. Um, oh, where what I'm is going, that? <laughs> I, I don't. I, it's a secret, and no one's supposed to know. And I don't know if I have to like wear a chef's hat, but I will be performing as the chef who believes in doing everything the old, out of date way. And at the end of the presentation, all the attendees will have the opportunity to vote for their favorite chef by texting to some number, and the results will appear live on the screen. And I have a feeling that I will be ridiculed and humbled in a way never before imagined, since I've never even seen the show Iron Chef before. Well, let, let I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to that, by the way. Yeah, let me encourage everyone, a member of the Eric Thorsell Facebook fan club, to be voting <laughs> yeah. for him during this cool. event. The Eric Thorsell Facebook. Just go to Facebook and type in Eric Thorsell with a K. Uh, and then you'll uh, definitely find the Eric Thorsell Facebook fan club and uh, make sure you cast your vote for Eric. Anyway, guys, this has been a, this has been a slice, and I'm looking forward to uh, getting to Houston on Saturday. I'm getting there on Saturday afternoon. Uh, we'll see each other uh, there uh, over the course of the weekend and uh, or whenever. Um, look me up. I'll be I'll be circling around somewhere. You, there's a little less of me to see this year than other WPCs, so make sure you you look you look real hard. Uh, the SMB Dream Team will be performing uh, Dave somehow, somewhere, that, in one of the evening clubs or something like that. We'll figure out a way to perform. There we go. So uh, check everything out. It's going to be a great conference. And I want to thank my uh, my panelists for coming on the call. This is our last show for uh, until the end of WPC. Next week we're not going to have a show. I'll be uh, going to San Antonio for the uh, South Texas Rock Fest, so I won't be on next week. But uh, look for the week following. I think Dave's going to be back on. We're talking about uh, I'm a Mac and I'm a PC. Maybe we'll get Aaron in that because he's a big Apple fan as well. And then we're getting uh, some folks from Dell on later on in, uh, in July, hopefully early, or early August, about their partner program. Uh, and we got a number of other great shows scheduled in August. It's uh, the summertime, but we're not taking too much time off. Uh, so we'll see everybody in Houston for the Worldwide Partner Conference. Look us up and just you know take some time to get prepared. You got a couple of days here. Go through WPC Connect, send out some uh, meeting requests, get to know some folks, and we'll see uh, everybody either in the regional lounges or in the yellow lounges. Your public partner, this is Stuart Crawford for Public Advice Radio, signing off for this week. Have a great WPC. If you're not going to be there, make sure you follow.
interns at barbit.com and mine at weritpros.ca.